0: good morning good afternoon and good evening everybody welcome back to another edition of choose positive living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com i'm your host sarah troy and my wonderful guest who's been on this network before with Lennis wood mullins um, but she's here with me today is dr draven james we're going to be talking about shortening the journey from here to your goals Mm, Shortening that journey. And what are your goals and how do you actually receive them? She says we all want something out of life. Some people want a big house and a big yard. Some people want money, some want fame, some want beautiful clothes and flashy cars. Others want a light cabin in the woods. No matter what the goal is, there is a true underlying longing that drives our desire for it. Ironically, however, that desire can never be satisfied by the goal itself. By looking within, we may understand that the reason we want a flashy car is that we feel inadequate in some way. Having that car won't change that. Introspection of love, self-love can. Though, once we've satisfied that ache with the inner work, that car just becomes a trinket, and life feels good with or without it. Likewise, we may want that big house because we crave a sense of security, but the house itself will never give us that because security comes from within. So how would we change those goals to something that really is from the inside out? Welcome to the show, love.
1: Oh, thank you. It's so wonderful to be here.
0: A lot of people are chasing life, and that is because there's this big, huge uh, dictation from society that that big house, that fast car, that big job is going to define you, refine you, and make you happy. But anybody who actually does get there realize that's not where the happiness lies, is it?
1: No. And it's not to say those wonderful, big, flashy things are wrong. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I love trinkets as much as the next person. Yes, yes. To be totally honest, right? But we're not going. That's not where we find ourselves. And really, what we're looking for is ourselves. So the sooner we get to the business of becoming self-aware and falling in love with ourselves, finding ourselves, and become satis- becoming satisfied with ourselves, the sooner we can get to the business of having all the little trinkets and the little toys and letting them have their proper place in our life. Yeah never
0: going to fill those big voids. No, no. um, The big void is not something you can avoid. You know, you have to be willing to take the journey, go through the process of life. I mean, life isn't about our destination, death. It's on how we live each and every moment of our life. And the more we immerse ourselves into it, the more we're going to get out of it.
1: Absolutely. And as we immerse ourselves, I always say that life is a journey home. Right? Mm. All, roads, all roads lead home, right? And that home is to self, right? You know, we come into this embodiment, into this world, right? And it's odd, but it's true that we know so little about ourselves. We know more <laughs> about our television personalities and our athletes and our politicians than we really know with the one person that we spend 100% of our time. Yes, And that's ourselves. But a lot of that time we spend externally focused outwardly focused right and that's not a bad thing we want to be aware of our environment taking care of our environment but we also want to be knowing who we are so we can be the best service to our environment
0: yes uh, this picture always comes up on my youtube <laughs> i don't know how to get rid of it but i it's love all, it it's yeah it's it's kind of you know the 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 wind blowing and the sea going and, and really life is a rhythm. Life is a flow. And we're we're so busy dictating that straight line that we don't realize that we need to dance to life. We need to tune into the rhythm of life because that's how we truly feel it.
1: Oh, I love that you brought up, you know, that picture, you know, there's no chaos in the universe. That picture (laughs) popped up at just the right time. And you said just the right words, words, words. Life is a rhythm life is a flow now those of us who live in a climate where, where we have four seasons i do right we see that natural flow and that natural rhythm to think things and i understand we got global warming and yes. yes i can see the impact of that but you know there is a flow to things yes right? there is a season for everything right? and when we get into that place into that rhythm into that knowing into that flowing. We realize that we're okay. At every season, we're okay. At every season, we are enough. At every season, we are safe. Even though it may it may be uncharted waters. It may yes. be experiencing something that we've never experienced before in our life. We're still okay. When As long as we remain in the flow of things. This practicing of letting go. Mm-hmm. Letting go of control of everything. Don't, don't we desire that? We desire to control everything.
0: Well, because we've been told that is what life's about, is controlling it. And if anything, this last year has shown us, there ain't no control, folks. You've just got to go with the flow. Um, yeah.
1: and, the, and what does except, it mean to you? Except for this one thing that we always dance over, we talk about control, and we talk about controlling this, controlling that. And you're right, the pandemic showed us no mm-hmm. control. Except over how what the story yeah. means to us, our perspective. That we can control and yet we choose not to yeah. we give that power away. Yeah. But yeah. There's, that's where our control is. You know, the facts are the facts. And we'll just, you know, mm. spend a minute with this pandemic. The facts are the facts. This is happening. But what does it mean? This is either the worst of times or the best of times. We have the ability to make that decision. We're the facts are the facts. This is what's happening. Now, what are we going to do with this happening?
0: Yeah. yeah isn't that the question with every day then we wake up we have no idea what the day is going to bring to us but if we wake up in a sense of gratitude and wonderment you know you could be going about your day in the same old routine but if you approach it from that space of gratitude and wonderment and and what is the day going to bring to me today what am i going to bring to it you know that i think is where we have the control it's in our attitude it's how we choose to greet each day how we choose to live each moment we can't stop things from happening to us but how we react to them is our choice is where that control is and it's this it doesn't matter i mean you work in a hospital so how many people get knocked down we all get knocked down at some point it's the rising back up isn't it oh, that's the so
1: real right. it is the rising back up and that gratitude we just we have to really realize that wherever we are there is something to be grateful for and i just got to share the story because when you said that we all how we wake up in the morning what we choose you know we, the first thought that pops in our head is the first thought that pops in our head yeah. no control yeah. over that yeah. but how we choose to see that thought and i know i coach clients and who are at various stages of the flow in their life you know someone wise once told me that you're either going into something unwanted coming out of something unwanted, right? Or in the middle of something unwanted. (laughs) It sounds so discouraging, but here's the thing. It's not discouraging when you realize that you are prepared for this. Yes. This is flow and you're okay. And so knowing that we all wake up at different states of mind, but if you have a gratitude practice, which I highly encourage, which says that when I wake up, I practice, I have an active gratitude card, and I just looked over at it because this is it. <laughs> I, I write three things on the front of that card every day that I'm grateful for. For the, for the start, of, And on the back of that card, I write three things that happened yesterday that I'm grateful right. for. That's three, three things that, ha, that haven't even happened yet on the front of the card, right? That's me setting my intention into mm. the world, right? So this place of gratitude is so very important. And I know it sounds too simple to be a remedy, but it is a remedy. It is this simple, complex thing. Simple because any one of us could do it at any time. Yeah. Complex because it takes discipline. Mm. Not hard. No. It takes discipline to say, you know what? In this moment, I feel a little agitated. What am I grateful for? And it's hard. Let me just say this. It's hard sometimes in the middle. I know I'm human like everybody else. In the middle of being agitated or frustrated, it's hard to find a lot of things that you're grateful for. But if you get into the practice of writing it down first thing in the morning, you flip and say, okay, this is it. And you'll be amazed at how it changes the energy. Yes, yes, yes your energy and so that gratitude is so very important we're talking about living a life of of positivity and shortening the distance from where you are to where you want to be is first being grateful for where you are so i started off by saying i had to tell you this funny thing that happened to me it wasn't so funny at the time but i had health issues and in everyday peace we say that um our pyramid is health wealth and relationships Mm -hmm. meaning every desire that we have pretty much we can put in one or multiples of those categories health, wealth, and relationships. Well, it was 2015. I had just got diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. I had just been fired from a job and my marriage of 20 years was plummeting. It was just going down the drain. So my health, my wealth, yes. I woke up this morning, a particular morning and I wasn't feeling well, but still I had a discipline, right? I was gonna write something on my gratitude card and my mind just went fuzzy. And I said, oh, I got to write something. And I wrote on my card, and I hope I still have it somewhere in one of my drawers. I wrote on there. I am so grateful that I can blink. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many things right there we take for granted. And I was looking for things and looking for things. And I thought to myself, I've just blinked several times in this, (laughs) you know, whatever. I just woke in this state that I woke up. Gratitude makes the difference in the quality of our day, our week, our month, our year, our life. Gratitude is so very important and I wish we could get everyone to get that practice. Not just, you know, oh here or there, make a disciplined practice of gratitude. Yeah. Can't say enough about that. It's
0: I think it's us our grounding, our rooting, but I also think it's our affirmation. Um, the youngest person I interviewed was 10 who had written a book, 365 days of gratitude with a positive attitude. And it was mm-hmm. just simply each day what she was grateful for. And she said, I don't understand people. If you are unhappy with where you are and what you're doing, why don't you change it? And, you know, it's so simple to say that. And then people say, yeah, but you don't understand. What don't we understand? We all have a choice. To change something if it's not serving us, if it's depleting us, if you know you had a three-stroke or triangle redirect, right, and had to come all at once, and so basically you were the phoenix. You got bottomed out, and you had to rise from those ashes. But it was your choice how you rose and where you went from that. So as you said, I'm grateful. I can blink. I can do something. I'm empowered to do something. It doesn't have to be rocket science every time. It's just the simple gratitude that, you know, you, you've you got food. I can go to the bathroom. I have a shower. You know, simple things.
1: And you use, the, gratitude is used to change the energy. I really believe that part of our journey in this <clears throat> life experience is to, you know, people, you hear all these um, science fiction movies that talk about shape-shifting, right? And I love sci-fi. Right? I love sci-fi, too. <laughs> right? But here it is. We get to do that, right? That really is, we, we get to move and shape energy all day long. And yet we don't take advantage of it. We just no. say, oh, this is the mood I'm in. I'm just going to go with it. No, shift that energy and use gratitude as the tool to do that. Yes. Shift. Yes. Yes.
0: you yeah. know, um, A lot of people, we talk about love a lot, which clearly we're going to be talking about, but a lot of people say, well, I don't know how to love, you know, uh, I've had so much, you know, heartache in my life, you know, I just, I don't trust love anymore. And I'd say, you know, sometimes in the rediscovery of love is the simplicity of what is around you um doggies chasing a ball or a stick children laughing uh, the birds tweeting in the trees you know the ocean meeting the shores there is something always around you that's going to open up your heart and you know the soul cannot speak to a closed heart you can't hear that divine message if your heart is shut down so even if you open it up a crack and just say you know i'm grateful for the experiences i've had i'm still standing I'm still standing.
1: Oh, that is, You're just hitting all the points because here it is, right? And we, we, you have probably met people like this. I know I coach people through this a lot of times that have had real trauma in their life. Right? They've had real tragedy visited upon them in their life and your heart goes out to them. But yes. as, as as their coach, but you, your job is to help them yeah. to see things differently so that they can move along a path, right? And what I always tell my clients is this, the fact that you're telling me about the trauma about yes. the tragedy means that you were victorious over it right, right? You're, so you're not just, in you it know. anymore yes. you're telling me about an experience yes. that you had mm-hmm. and that experience did not take you out of your out of here you're still yeah. here you're still available yeah. Yeah. So you need to tell that story and you can say the facts are the facts. I love that. We don't put our head in the sand. We don't say this didn't happen when it did happen. But the end of that story is, and even that was not strong enough to cause the end of me. I know this because it is me, the victor, telling you this story.
0: I'm still standing before you. Yes.
1: I'm still standing before you. And so I just absolutely love that. I have, to, you know, and we all need to remind ourselves of that. There have been really dramatic things that have happened in people's lives. And for that, we're regretful. But here is the truth of the matter, that you are powerful beyond belief. Yeah. Powerful beyond belief. Because you no, know, as strong as that ad- adversary was, or that circumstance was, you are still here to tell us a story about it. Right. Embrace that and become grateful for that. Iron sharpens iron. Here you are, sharp and strong.
0: Right. Every time I have something to face and you go, oh, gosh, you know, how can I face this? Mm -hmm. It's just stop for a moment and look over your shoulder. Oh, my God, look what I've had to face in the past, yet I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I became stronger for it. I became more courageous for it. I discovered abilities I never knew I had. I discovered a purpose behind it. I discovered my calling. All of these things that we go through are discoveries of self. Mm And every time you're up facing something else, it's like, you know, I've done it before. I now got the skills and the tools and the strength and the courage to face whatever it is again. And it ain't going to get
1: the better of me. And that's how you look at the past. Yeah. You can say they get stuck in the past, and what happens too often is people look at their, oh, you, woe is me! I've been yeah. through this. I've been through that. I've been, and now this. And that's real. That's one way, but that's not the most profitable way. I can tell right. you that's going to prolong your journey, your your stay where you are. If you want to shorten that distance from where you are to your goal, what you yes. do is you see those traumatic, just like you said, I've had these experiences. I've had this experience and look at me still here. I had that experience and look, and every time you go back to a painful memory, you should get stronger and stronger and stronger before you know it, your chest is popping out, your shoulders are back and you're like, bring it on.
0: Yeah, I'm superwoman or superman, you know. Why do we have to look to other people as being super? You know, I, I mean, you know, I love the Avengers and the Marvel thing because it's always the adversity that we have to face and how do we do it together. Um, it, it is, we are the super beings and it all lies within us just waiting to be ignited, waiting to be embraced. And the more adversity and challenges that we're given is for us more and more to discover just how wondrous and super we really are.
1: <laughs> so I do this talk about, you know, your superpower, you being a superhero, and you just hit on that as well. Because if you look, if you're trying to discover what your superpower is, mm-hmm. and we all have one. We do. Look at, your, look at your adversities. Yes. Look at your adversities, not in a woe is me sort of way, mm-hmm. but look at them and see, how do I how how get out of that? How to I get out? And then you'll start seeing a pattern Say, so, oh my goodness, that is my superpower. Yeah. Okay. Now you've just discovered a, a maybe like a six or seven sense that you have. This wonderful you that that exists, and that's how you're gonna you're gonna use that skill set. Not just in times of trauma and challenges. You're gonna make it part of your everyday arsenal. That's in your tool chest for carving out the life that you want, day by day by day. Which all begins with getting to know yourself.
0: And you know what, Uh, giving yourself a break, you know, um, yeah, I I have an illness that's with me all the time, and I'm living in a pain ratio every single day. But uh, that is just one of the challenges I've been given. You know, some days are a little tougher than others, but I'm grateful for the fact that I can still get up and do this every day. Yeah, because in that meaningful purpose, in that contribution, in this service, it gives me a reason to get up every day and that you know i invite the pain to come along with me and sometimes okay it goes i'm in charge today i'm going to flatten you and <laughs> right you know and you gotta you gotta listen sometimes we're in partnership honor to honor right. yeah you gotta honor the body yeah. but most of the time it's like it's okay i'm with you i'm with you and you know i will try and make you as comfortable as possible to do what you're doing but so many people that end up with some you know chronic illnesses or some tragedies or traumas in their life it become the trauma or become the illness I have this illness I am not this illness
1: right 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 and I love it, you said I I, I have a client who has um depression occasionally mm-hmm. and yeah, he said <laughs> to me, he said to me he said to, some days he said I have to tell my depression I know you would love to stay in the bed yes he said, but I, have, I got things to do yeah I'm in the shower you can you can take a shower too or you can wait right here <laughs> <laughs> yes. see that toilet you could go there <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and yes. i thought it was the best He said, yeah, he said i yeah. look at it as a, a separate from me you know yeah. he said, i have things to do he said so i the depression has to come with me or it can stay here but i, I still got to get on with my life and i love the same thing you said about the pain is like okay there's there're going to be some days when you have to honor the body and say okay yeah. we can't do it today. but that can't be every day no we no. have to say, you know, I got things to do today and we're going to have to, you got to come along or, right? And, and this is the part of getting to know ourselves. And that's a yeah. superpower too. You realize I have this resiliency in me. Right? Resiliency is a superhero power. Yes, to be it is. Resilient in the face of challenge after challenge after challenge. Those challenges have not come to make you weary. Mm. Come, they come to remind you who you are. Right. So you are resilient. This is a superpower. Put that S on your chest. Let's get going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now let's let's talk about that
0: as a celebration. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. We don't celebrate those milestones that we've taken, that obstacle that we overcame, that strength that we discovered, that ability that that we now have you know we're always this apologetic oh it's ego no it isn't it's triumph i'm celebrating the journey that i've taken and where i am right now and what i'm doing and why shouldn't i celebrate it why is the stigma yeah. that you should
1: so we have you know we live in this culture that kind of rewards multitasking and i say being overwhelmed and tired right so <laughs> yes. if, you know, i used to be in a mother's group my children are now in co- almost well my last was almost in college but um so when, I, when they were young, I was in a mother's group. I joined this mother's group because I wanted camaraderie. I wanted to be with other women. And I realized very quickly, it was a competition of yes. who was the most miserable. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I only got four hours of sleep last night. Well, I could top that. I got two and a half. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? And you know, I had to pick it up and all this other, and it would just go on and on and on. And I realized very early on that, you know, that was very much um, an example of how life was, you know, as there was. It was who could multitask the most who could be overwhelmed the most who could be and so we got to pull ourselves back from that and say my goal is to be you know joyous we know that being happy all the time has to do with being ha- what's happening but yes. to be joyous to find joy and how do we find joy we find in the it in the celebration of the things that we do sometimes just showing up warrants a celebration yes right? Right, because that's a lot. Whatever going on, you mentioned about the pain. I mentioned about my client who has a depression. So just showing up, yeah, is grounds for a celebration. And we should be rewarding ourselves. You know, I'm not saying to go out and buy a million dollar handbag or all that kind of stuff. Acknowledgment, yeah, acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah, you know, add a boy, add a girl. <laughs> Acknowledge yourself. Take that moment because if you were. A boss at a corporation, and you had co-worker, you had work workers there, and you never congratulated them for jobs well done. Yeah, you never celebrated them for jobs well, well done. What do you think the morale of that company was? Right, right. And when morale goes down, productivity goes down. Exactly. Same thing with ourselves. Yes, right. Yes, we're showing up for ourselves day after day after day, and then you know the self is like, okay, we're we're is my acknowledgement, even yeah. my at the end of the day, a, yeah. a simple thank you, thank you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thanking yourself for your, your body for doing what it what it does, you know. Thanking your organs for doing what they. Thanking you for having the courage to face whatever it is that you faced that day. Yes, whether you think you did a tremendous job or a mediocre job, you still faced it. You still arrived safely at the end of the day. Yeah. You owe yourself some acknowledgement. It goes a long way to shorten the journey because if you want your morale of your own life in your journey to, to remain positive and upwardly mobile, you must positively reinforce yourself.
0: Let's turn the clock back now to the beginning of our journeys, which is everybody's waiting for permission. That external permission to place value on yourself, that external permission to validate who you are and go into that self-discovery, the only permission you ever need is from you.
1: Right. And he. And guess what the world is waiting for? The world follows your cue. Yes. Right. So here, if you are waiting, if we are sitting in this place of waiting to be enough, Mm. the world is waiting for you to tell them that you are enough yes right be your own post post board right right? Right. Right. (laughs) it it follows your cue and that's for everything in your life so if we talk about you know and I coach a lot of people on relationship and they'll say you know they're looking for the love of their life and we go in and we start looking at well first are you the love of your life yeah and we start unpacking your life. Like, oh my goodness! You're treating yourself like you like, like you hate yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No wonder you're attracting this into your life. Yes. You're waiting for someone else to say you're good enough or you're worthy. Yeah. You must first say these things to yourself. Not only saying them is so very important, but then you must bear them out with your actions to yourself. And the number one, I cannot stress this enough, is time with you. Ha ha. Time. That's how we spell love, T-I-M-E, right? You get into a new relationship with somebody and they don't want to spend any time with you, you realize, hmm, this is probably not yeah. as serious of a relationship as I thought it was, right? And so we treat ourselves that way. Oh, we don't have any, we don't block out, we don't put ourselves on our own calendar. We need that time. We need that time with just us, watching our thoughts. Mm. What asking, asking simple questions, how are you doing today? Yeah. Of self. Mm -hmm. And waiting patiently, not giving ourselves the water cooler, you know, a trite answer. No, we're waiting. We're waiting for our insights to say, you know, "Well, that really hurt my feelings? Really tell me about it. Mm -hmm. Or this really made me happy. Really tell me about it. Mm -hmm. That's how we increase our self-awareness. That's how we get into a place where we show up in the world validated already. Because we validate ourselves. We spent that loving time with ourselves. And now the world says, Oh my goodness, spend some time with this person. They're worth getting to know.
0: Yeah. Any successful business has time management. Yes. If you overextend your employees, they're going to be worn out and production is going to go down and resentment is going to step in.
1: Your app oh my gosh, right? We all know that. That's gotta be human resources one one, yeah. right? Yeah. If, if you overextend your employees, and that's productivity going down yep. the drain. Right. So that's the right. same with our lives. If we
0: don't manage our time, now, you know, you talked about the Mums Club. My daughter's just had a baby, my first grandson. And Congratulations. Thank you. And he's so cute. I managed to wow. go down there for Mother's Day. But the, they are at that sleep deprived thing right now the baby on every two hours and this and that but you know at the same time is the euphoria of this beautiful little Mm. child and when I held him you know you know what it's like when you first hold your your own newborn the chemistry of it is just like overwhelming but -hmm. when I held my grandson and I looked into him eyeball to eyeball I said felt a wonderful sense of peace of kind of you know that that knowingness, you know, I'm here to guide you, you know, it's it's a totally different feeling. And it's just a wonderful place to be. But it's I, I love because, you know, I had three, and you know what it's like when you've got more than one. The first one, you're just oh, all over, and the second one is if you manage to get them dressed. Right,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> that does not look that dirty. You can put it on again.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, they're measuring, you know, every feed and every this and every that, the very millennial way, uh, which is really, really cute. And I wonder when that's going to peter out. You know, And that's the thing, is life is just relax just relax you you got the indications of when something is wrong You know when something needs to change. You know that, you know, that little voice in your head is saying, you know, just just give that up. It's taking too much of your time. Or like lighten up over here. Or do you really want to react to that? Listen to that inner voice. Take the time to stop and listen. Because it could stop you from mindlessly going forward and doing something that ain't going to serve you in any way.
1: Absolutely. And that little voice is Always talking. And the only way we're going to hear it, because there are so many people who say, I can't hear my inner voice. And I yes. know I get it yeah. because we're so we're so externally focused. The voice doesn't stop, it's always guiding us, it's always telling us the body is always telling us what we need, but we got to silence the external chatter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We need to spend time, you know, get out in nature, walk a little bit yes. if you can, or just or just sit in the grass or on the porch and just sit. Just be there. You know, I used to visit down South a lot. And the one thing I used to love it was just sitting on a porch, mm-hmm. just sitting there. Right? And in that quietness, you'll find after a while, the mind, when you, as it sits, it realizes, oh, this is it, we're not doing anything else. There's, there's no there's no agenda to the city, yeah. no we're sitting. And then after a while you can hear the crickets and you can hear mm-hmm. this and you can hear that and your whole body starts to re-regulate. Yes. And, guess what you get a spark of creativity mm-hmm. it, it's not anxiety written it's very calm knowing or whatever it is you need to know next yes it may not even be the question it may not be the, to, the answer to the question that you were asking because that's not what you need to know next
0: right the knowingness uh, yeah. you know when when the the soul speaks to the heart in truth And the spirit gets into action and the mind knows what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And that can only happen when you allow, when you're still enough to allow. Um, You know, for water, uh, for me, water, trees and breeze. That's my oxygen. And I I live. Yeah, I love that. And I live right, you know, on the water here in Victoria. And like yesterday, just. I was waiting to go and get my shot. And so I went along the waterfront. They have these seats along there and the, the water is all rugged and dancing. And there's a lovely gentle breeze. And people are roller skating by or going by with their dogs and feeling happy and spirited. And it was just the calm I needed before I went and had my shot. And this is the thing, you know, those spots that are your calm spots or they're your rejuvenation spots, those aha moments. Right. Take the time to carve out that time to go and go there, where it, whatever it is,
1: right? And that's that's self-love, right? That's yeah. that love that T-I-M-E I was talking about, right? And you know that about yourself because you've taken time. Yeah. To, what do I feel in this environment? And it's different for every people. You know, I, I know people who like to get lost in a crowd. And when they're in uh-huh. that crowd, they have this, this, uh, an, feeling of being anonymous and it makes them more in tune. Get to know what is your jam, for lack yes. of a better word. Yeah. Know get to know you yeah. and what, what gives you that peace. You know, for me, it's also water. I can go sit by a stream or a pond yeah. or anything, yeah. you know, and right in that, watching the ripples in the water and the flow and I'm in sync with my inner self, yes. right? But that is really, that's the answer. That's how we can achieve more. We, You know, we're always talking about more, and there's nothing wrong with having more. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want more? I actually believe that is it is desire that keeps the, the world moving, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have desires. And that's it allows how,
0: us to be creative, right? right? Yes. It's
1: perpetual movement, right? That's part of the flow. So yes. when we get into this, like, uh, gerbil on a, on a wheel kind of thing, mm-hmm. trying to get it, no. You can't even enjoy it. You may get it, but you can't even enjoy it. You can't be present with it.
0: Right? As we get older, we get wiser, supposedly, um, because of the experiences we've had in life. And we get to that point, and I'm a lot older than you, so you get to that point where it's like, I ain't going to sweat the small stuff. I'm not going to give my energy to stuff that's just not worth it. I'm choosing my time, my presence, my interaction with the energy that is cohesive. And when you're young, you know, you're still chasing things. You're still trying to define. You're still rushing around. But there's some beauty about getting older of being, you know, in
1: that it doesn't matter. I can say no. So funny! I read that book. I think I was in my 20s, right? So I'm in my fifth decade of living. But in my 20s, I don't don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. right? Yes. <laughs> And um, I read that book, and it helped me to start pacing my life and paying attention, right? Because there is a season for everything. There's a season yeah. to build and to build vigorously, right? And that's why we have young people, yes. Right? yes. Because they have the energy, they, you know, we have the creativity, but they have the energy. But then there's also the season, like you said, moving into the season of knowing. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to rush to do anything. Right, right. There's no... There's no there's no reason to rush. My grandmother used to tell us that, you know, the the pleasure of life is in the journey. Yes, the it is. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you get on those car trips. Are we there? Are we there? Well listen, <laughs> let's, let's enjoy the trip and the time together and you know, whatever the fruits or whatever whatever you packed in the car and the singing and the time together. That's really the joy. We're gonna have a great time when we get there. But in this moment, the journey, and I think as we get older, we get wiser yeah. to realize that it is the journey. And it's every leg of the journey that holds magic, not just the end destination. And so then everything becomes part of the flow. Right. right? You don't have to be anxious, be anxious for nothing. Of course not. Why would I be? Right. And I can be I can be settled and become the observer. That is, oh, that's the best place to be. It reminds me of children, right? They are the observers of life. Mm-hmm. They
0: know everything. I was um, at boarding school and we used to have to go for these long walks in the moors. And, you know, we would look out, you know, 10-year-olds and look out and go, oh, it's so far. And we have this wonderful teacher said, no, we're just going to walk to that tree over there and get to that tree. Let's look at the tree. Oh, let's just go over there. Uh, and now let's just go over there. And the next thing you know, we're home. And we don't realize we've walked so far. So right. what we used to do on, the, on our car journeys when we were young I spy with my little eyes, something beginning with. And it took that tediousness away from it. But it also made us observe the journey.
1: Yes. So funny. My kids still play that game sometimes. Well, we do that but you know right and it, it makes and it brings you in it, first of all it, dr- it draws you into the present moment yes right? you're not off in the future thinking about mm-hmm. what's going to happen when you get there you're present right here where all the loveliness of life exists all of the power in your life exists in this present moment and you get to watch and observe the present moment and in that present moment oh my gosh there's always so much peace yeah We're in the present moment. I don't care if we move five minutes out of the present moment. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen five minutes? from? We we enter into a land of anxiety, Mm. right? We're in that land and some of us handle it better than others, but that's what that is. We're anxious about the future, the unknown. Mm -hmm. But in the present moment, it is known. We're living in the present moment. Not what's going to happen five minutes from now. No, this moment right here. That's why I love that game. I spy with my little (laughs) eye right now. I see it right now. Not five minutes. I see (laughs) it right now. (laughs) Exactly.
0: You are present. You know, the gift of the present is in the now. And, and, you know, getting people to be in there now. Yeah, but you don't understand. You know, it's like, yes, I do. We've all been there. Some way or other, we've all been there. But by being present in the now, not in the pain of the last moment, Right. Not in the anguish, not in the anger, not in the frustration, but just taking the deep breath. I mean, breath is just so important I mean something we take for granted. I'm an asthmatic, so believe me, I don't take breath for for granted, but we do take it for granted. And if we just stop for a moment, take those deep breaths, center ourselves, be present, we will actually see around us that there's always a solution but we're so busy being anxious and rushing by, we don't realize the hand was just given to you and you just slapped it away as you were rushing by.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're so, you're absolutely so right. And that breath, that breathing and and helping to center ourselves. You know, we get even, I talked to someone oh maybe a month ago who was in an almost car accident, but she was telling the story in retrospect and she was in, in tears. It was pretty, but I said, now I want you to calm down because look around you in this moment. Right? In this moment, you are safe. Yes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if it happened five minutes ago. If you're telling me about it right now, you're still standing. And we have to remind ourselves that because the brain is this interesting, I say the brain is the most advanced piece of technology on the planet. It also is the most primitive piece of technology on the planet. It's relied relied on programming, right? It's relied on this programming, right? And what happens is is that if something happens that it doesn't know, it goes searching through those files at the speed of light, looking for something that it can attach to, Mm -hmm. that will prepare it for this. And that's this fearful, it goes through this fearful process of danger, Will Robinson. I do not know what that is. Give me a second. Give me, maybe give me your whole lifetime of fear. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to then rise to our higher self and say, you know what? This may be unknown, Mm -hmm. but in this moment, again, coming back to the present moment, in this moment right now, I'm safe. Yes. I keep coming back to the present moment. And so, but before you know it, a whole month has gone by and you're still in the present moment looking back and say, like, oh my gosh, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. All I had to do was stay in the present moment to get from where I was to where I wanted to be.
0: It's um, when you're clenched, and you know you know this as a doctor, everything clenched, everything tight, oh, there's yes. no oxygen running through the body, there's no energy running through the body you've blocked everything up and ah, ah, ah no, right? flow. That's, no, no flow. flow no flow that's what fear does to you but if you can unclench those hands take that breath relax those shoulders allow the oxygen to go through your body okay that's all right i've got this
1: right so here it is we have to let go so we can be replenished yes Right. And we, and we get that with breath, right? Yeah. You know, you, you hold your breath and you're like, Oh, if you let go of that breath, let, let that one go. Yeah. Cause it, uh, there's another one right there. So refreshing that wants to replenish you. Hmm. We have to get into this state of letting go so that we can be replenished.
0: Letting go also means forgiving.
1: Oh. Yes. yes. Forgiving. And I love forgiving. Can I tell you this? I said, I, I teach myself and everyone I talk to that forgiving is for you the forgiver. It is yes. the most selfish thing that you could do. Yes. It is the most impactful thing you could do for your family, for your community, for the world at large. Forgiving is this. I give up my right to be angry, to be sad, to be whatever. So the, so I for for receiving, for receiving the gift presence,
2: and
1: peace. Yeah. Okay? So give it give it up. Give up whatever it is. And I know, and I say you give up your right to anger. You give up your yes. right to disappointment. Because rightly so, and you probably have, as well as I have, talked to so many people and you hear their story and you say, my goodness, you have a right to be angry. Yes, a yes. Horrible, a horrible injustice has been done against you. You have a right to be angry. Now, can I challenge you?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Can I ask you to do what most people will refuse to do? Can I ask you to give up your right to that anger, so that you can thrive, not just not just survive? We have this journey has more than just surviving yes. for you. It has greatness for you. But in order to get to it, you're going to have to decide, and no one can coerce you to this. It has to be your decision to give up your right to that anger for the receiving of something much greater. This peace, this greatness that awaits you, right? This abundance of good that awaits you, right? From the inside out. But you have to be willing. Yeah. You have to be willing. And to be daring. It takes, it takes courage to do that. But you're not yeah. alone. There's so many people who will walk with you as you do that process. Giving and you have to, and here's the thing. Some people think, I just can forgive one time and it's over. And they wake up the next day and like, I'm just as angry as I was just. Saying, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> let's forgive again. Let's, yes. feel, and let's keep doing that. And you'll find that the memory can come, but it won't drag all those harsh and hurtful feelings with it. Those feelings will lessen and lessen and lessen. And before you know it, you can have the memory, you can give the facts. Yes. Forgiving heart. It's like, this happened. And now you're at the point of receiving your abundance but here you are you're standing in a place of service tremendous service because yes. now you can teach forgiveness because you've experienced it.
0: that that is so many people i've interviewed and it brings back to to me one story of a guy who he was a pastor and he was in a car with um uh three of his children and his wife was pregnant oh no two children and wife pregnant and a drunk driver, a 17-year-old drunk driver, smashed into them, killing his pregnant wife and two children, mm-hmm. putting him in hospital. And, of course, he went through the anger. He went for the grief. He went for everything else. And then it's like everybody just wanted to, you know, torture ta- 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 the kid and throw him out, you know. with, mm-hmm. And uh, and the, he looked at it. He said, how can I stand up in that pulpit and ask people to forgive if I don't forgive myself? And he ended up, a year later because he had to go through the process of helping that kid turn his own life around and and even you know went to his wedding put him on the right path and there was a book about it and i look at that story and i don't know i honestly can't answer that if somebody took my kids away from me you know could i i think that was the ultimate ultimate forgiveness but he and others who have had to forgive for other things that have been done if I don't forgive, I'm the victim, and it eats away at me, and there's another death.
1: Yeah. Yeah, unforgiveness, they say, is like taking poison and expecting someone else to die. Yeah. And you're the poison. And what I love about that story about the pastor, thank you for sharing that. What I love about that story is that he represented humanity for us. He yes. we went through the anger. Because remember, yes. we said at the beginning of the program that life is flow. Yeah. Right? And so we have to flow through these stages, knowing that if we, if we will be open, we'll arrive at the yes. right, right? But it's not to say, oh, I don't feel angry or to not Anger is an emotion, yeah. right? It's an emotion. It's part of the rainbow of emotions. It has a lot of energy with it, right? Yes. So and we, we recognize it and say, okay, wow, I'm angry. It will flow through us. It won't stay and take up residence unless we decide to trap it.
0: Yes. Invite it in. Give it five-star service. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like, like, turn down bed service at night. Yeah, exactly. The chocolate's <laughs> on the pillow. Right. The whole right. works. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we watch it. And we say, oh, there's yeah. that anger again. Yeah. Right? There's that anger again. Wow and we watch it and that before you know you you, I call that shining the light of awareness on it right we don't go put our head our head in the sand like an ostrich we look at it so though there's that anger there's that disappointment there's that loneliness there's that sadness there's that regret we look at it and we watch it and before you know it it creeps away and say oh and then here comes the relief and acknowledge the relief too oh my gosh I feel so real you know I I used to be a clincher always clinching we talked about Mm looking look clenching my teeth, clenching my shoulder, holding my shoulders, yep. clenching my... And I realized one day I caught myself, I was in the car. I said, now why is your jaw yeah. locked like that? Yeah. And I just asked the question and my jaw released,
2: hmm. right?
1: I just acknowledged myself. Yeah. I said, well, what's going on? What are you feeling? But my jaw released. Yeah. So just being present and that this goes back to all, it all, all roads lead home. Yeah. Right? And that home is self-awareness. Not for the point of, not for the sake of being judgmental. No. no, no shame, no guilt, no condemnation. Just for the sake of getting to know yourself better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My We're show,
0: um, um, I do a show every week, Sarah's View of Life, and I, my show last week was on the pain of not belonging. And you know, I was always considered very, very different. And I went through, you know, some periods in my life where I felt, I don't belong anywhere. I'm too different to to other people. And it was a long journey for me to realize I don't need to belong to anyone else. I only need to belong to me.
1: I belong and, to me, right? Exactly.
0: I, I love it. Yeah, and when you it. get there, then you all of a sudden in your own sense of peace, peace and purpose and passion for who you are and what you stand for, it then resonates out to others and people want to belong to you. But while we're busy chasing that belonging, that tribe, we're looking for other people to define who we are rather than embracing who we are and belonging to self.
1: It's this question I, I tell people I said, you're asking people, Will you love me so I don't have yes. to love myself? Right. Will you like me so I don't have to be bothered with liking myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not how it works. You love first. Yeah. You like yeah. first. And all of a sudden there's like a sign on your back that says, you know, I'm open to love, I'm right. open to be liked, I'm open for companionship. Once you decide that I am I'm alone, but I'm not lonely, I'm at home with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? I'm at home with me. Then every you know you find this whole tribe wants to be with you. You're like, oh my gosh. And all I had to do the whole time, all each and every one of us has to do is fall in love with ourselves, yeah. begin to like ourselves. And that and that is, here's the kicker, right today where you are, no matter what your habits are, no matter what you think you need to improve. So begin to love and like yourself right now, and that's how you can create sustainable change mm-hmm. in the that you want to change about yourself. We're not perfect; all of us are flawed, and, and it doesn't Flawesome. mean
0: blossom. Blossom. You're blossom. I blossom.
1: <laughs> and so, in that, in that, right, we can we can improve. We can improve and have sustainable improvement if we do it through love and liking ourselves. Yes. Not yes. through self-condemnation and criticism. It no. does not. I know we have we got this paradoxical thought that yeah. oh if I condemn myself, if I talk down to myself, if I chastise myself, I'll change. No, not long-term. No. It won't. You'll we'll just begin to hide more from yourself. You won't yeah. you won't be able to you'll hide in there and not reveal parts of yourself because you're scared of being chastised, just yeah. like a child yeah. would be. Right,
0: exactly. I recently interviewed a psychiatrist and one profound things that he said, because I, I have a forgotten children's series coming out. Um, because I think the, the way we re- raise our children is what's causing a dysfunctional society today. But yeah. you know, he was and I was talking about the the forgotten child within us that so many people I've interviewed that have had these major challenges is they didn't feel loved as a child, for some mm-hmm. reason, rather. And he, he was saying, but what we don't allow ourselves to do is go through the grieving process of that lost child, right, and that grieving process, it's okay to be grieving that child that did not get this or didn't get get that, and I'm not talking about things, I'm talking about love and attention, to go through that grieving things and then become the nurturer of the person you are now,
1: but we have to allow the grieving, don't we? We, Oh, it's a a part of the journey, there's there's a time to laugh, there's a time to cry. Right. And so if if we're in that stage and we have to we have to comfort that inner child, right? You are the lost child. You have to comfort that inner child. right? the the here is here is but it is the way that we comfort the child, that I think, makes all all the difference in the world, the way that we grieve. And I love the example and I use it in my mind, too, of seeing it as a child. Mm-hmm. There's not one of us. If our little middle schooler came in little, I don't know, our elementary school, seven, eight, 10, 12, you know, came in the house and their their pet goldfish had died yes that we would say okay now you've experienced this death mm-hmm. this frustration this loss and i never i want you to hold on to this for life i don't want you to move from this place. we would not do that yeah we, we comfort them in the moment we would acknowledge the loss yes and, and then we'd encourage the movement forward slowly mm-hmm. safely but we'd encourage the movement forward Right with with the knowledge of this has happened, it was sad, it was unfortunate, and it was definitely unfair. Yeah, and you have a right to all of your feelings, absolutely. As they come up, they should be honored. Yes, but we're still moving forward, mm-hmm. right? and that's what we would do with a child. We wouldn't say we wouldn't say Johnny, you that goldfish died. You're age seven, and at age seventeen, you should still be sitting here coddling that fishbowl.
0: Oh, just snap out of it.
1: Or Johnny, it's down the toilet. Here we go. We <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: We, we, yeah. We allow the process, but we have be been yeah. encouraging, encouraging. You're safe. This and, and, and acknowledging that, and this awareness of honoring, this was unfair. And it, and I, I, I know it feels like it shouldn't have happened. We do all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We have to do that for ourselves, too. Yes. You know, this was unfair. I know nobody gets how I'm feeling today, but I have a right to my feelings. Yes. I have to acknowledge my feelings.
0: Our feelings and our emotions are an indication of where we are at, at that moment. And if we mm-hmm. don't acknowledge those feelings, and the thing is, is it, acknowledge your emotions so you can address it. Don't get emotional about it. We don't want you to get stuck in it. We want you to acknowledge it so
1: you can go through it. Yes. It's like a thermostat. Yes, It tells you when you walk in the room. Right. You don't walk into a room that's extremely cold and shut the door <laughs> and say, oh, you know what? I'm just never going to go in that room again. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> it's That's what our, our emotions say. Hey, look at how we're feeling. This is an indication of this is this is a this is a good thing that helps me along my pathway i want more of this yes or hmm perhaps i will try something differently i want less of this yeah the emotions are there are they are guides to tell us what what we're feeling in that moment what we need more of what we need less of what we need to change without those emotions we'd be like that person who had no feeling in their hand and kept putting hand on a hot stove right exactly right we're still getting all the damage yeah.
0: No, you're in, you know, in the hospital system there. And, you know, right now, you know, this pandemic has gone on for over a year. And, you know, I think the next pandemic we're going to have is post-traumatic stress, especially amongst our first responders. And it's we're going to have to turn the cards around and be there for them, because when they when they kind of can relax their shoulders and they've, they've got through this and they're no longer on the battlefront the whole time. It's the same with our veterans when they come home. You know, the post-traumatic stress is because they've been on call on this all the time. No time to download, no time to center. We've got this with our, our, um, our wonderful people that are on the front lines there right now. How can we be there for them? when they are coming out of this because yes we need to do the work on ourselves but we also need to show that same caring empathy towards others that are facing that battle now
1: yeah i love that you're saying this because we talked earlier about celebration
0: yes yes and
1: there's something that happens to the to our inner self when we're acknowledged celebration is an acknowledgement yeah it's honoring if you will right and so I've seen it everywhere here in the States where they're having the signs, you know, heroes work here. We celebrate our first line of yeah. So that is one way to acknowledge that we see you. Yes. Because so often part of what happens with the ego is that it, 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 people feel unseen. For their contribution, unseen for their sacrifice, right? And it, it just weighs on you. Become wearier and wearier and wearier. So that's the number one thing I would say is that you know that, that we continue to acknowledge, we continue to yes. be um, to make that public that we understand the sacrifice and that we are grateful for the sacrifice. And then there will be no substitute, no substitute for rest. Right. Right. And you know, I know at my hospital we are running ragged, um, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, but. We do try to um, get cycled in and cycled out, and in that downtime for our first responders, please don't busy yourself. Right. Don't yeah. because you, right, there's so there's there's this temptation, you know. You've worked a, a 14 day stretch, or this, there's this temptation to clean the house, mow yeah. the lawn. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. No. You need physical, physical, mental, spiritual rest, right? And so I think if there's one thing you could do to help, you know, if, if there's someone in your neighborhood, if you could cook a meal, mow yes, the lawn. Exactly,
0: oh. exactly. Give back them. to them as they have given to us. And, you know, that's not just your nurses and doctors. It's, you know, it's obviously the janitors. It's the shopkeepers. It's all those others that have been there working the entire time. And uh, they've got their own home front there. And so it's very important that we do Honor that not just with words, you know, but with action. Let them come home to find a meal on the porch. You know, (laughs) you don't need to cook tonight. You know, Uh, can we walk your dog? Can we help you with your kids? Do -hmm. you need any shopping? We can step up for them too. That is what community is about.
1: That's why there's more than one of us. I love that. That that is what community is about. And so when we each do it for ourselves, and here is the thing that's so beautiful about this. We start paying self-awareness to ourselves. When we start to love on ourselves in this way, then we, we start to recognize and, and conceive our own humanity. We start to see the humanity and the need in others. Yes. And then we can organically go to a place of service. You know, you're not racking your brain. How can I serve? How can I serve? Yeah. You're you're first allowing yourself to serve you, to fill up, to fill up so that all your goodness is now overflowing on the outside. And like, okay, now I can see oh two seconds to to mow the lawn here or wouldn't take a second more I'm picking up uh you know supplies pick up a few extra supplies put on my neighbor's porch I know they they work at the hospital it's small things it's it small. Is.
0: those small things uh, just huge gestures you know and and the, the villages is only as strong as its community only as strong as everybody supporting one another and We've seen a great deal of that support in this last year, as well as we've seen a lot of angst and anger, which, you know, is their choice. Don't impose it. But the more that we, you know, it's not just stepping up during the pandemic. This reason, I think one of the cosmic reasons for this pandemic being so long is that human beings are very slow to learn, very slow to change. Right. And and it is it is. To realize how much we need to go back to the village mentality, how much we need to be there for each other, how much we need to celebrate support, comfort, and and just you know rejuvenate the people around us. And it, but it's also that wonderful journey in to our own self-love and to let that cup run of over because I think that's the gift of time that it's given us, you know.
1: Yes, and, and I I often say a lot, I think I said it here at least once, you know, what we've discovered during this pandemic, it is the best of times and it's the worst of times. Yes. And the worst yes. of times, of course, we've, we've lost loved ones and there's been, you know, this quarantine and all the social distancing and people are alone, right? And yeah. that, that is a harsh part of it. The best part of this is that we have now discovered that we do need each other. Yes. There's not one extra person on the planet, no. not one. Right? We do need each other, and as we learn to care for ourselves, we organically learn to care for others. Right? We fill up. I always say that you know we can consider our bodies like a honey pot, mm-hmm. right? And all of this self love and the great self care that we do is like honey, and it fills up and it flows on the outside of the honeypot, and it flows over. And all of a sudden, people are, people are attracted to us.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're attracted to what we have to give that superpower that we have, yes. right? Because we all have one. Yes. But they're attracted to us and opportunities open up and spring forth for us to be of service. And here is the $10 million truth is that it's in our personal service that our next level of greatness lies. Absolutely. And when you're talking about shortening the distance from where you are to where you want to be, it is in that service. And that how you serve is different for each and every one of us. Right. Right. Right in that service. And you will only get there through self-awareness. It will open up. It'll be this eureka, like, oh my goodness, that was so simple. Yep. It was so simple. But you had to look inward and unpack it to get there, right? Our eyes are pointing outward all the time. And that's the distraction part. When we slow down, we talked. you know, I hope I remember your statement. Um, What was it? Trees Breeze, breeze, and water. Yeah. <laughs> breeze, breeze, and water. I hope I never forget that, right? So when we when we get this get into this flow, and and it turns us inward, and we and that clock starts ticking, and we realize, oh, there I am, there I am, there's my purpose. What? And you're like, it's crystal clear. Yes. But we we have to turn inward for it. Simple, but yet complex, because we've not been trained to do it. No. We, but we can.
0: We can. The thing is, everywhere on this planet has some form of breeze or wind. Everywhere on this planet has water, some places more than other. Everything within us is water and oxygen, air. Everything is energy. What does energy need to do? Flow.
1: Everything is energy. You and I can use everything. There is... there's magic in the tears. Mm. There's magic in laughter.
0: Yes. It's the same energy. And if you laugh while crying, that's a double dose. <laughs> <laughs> that's <most> I love like. <laughs> there's,
1: there's energy. We have to be that person. Our job, remember, is to shift that energy so that it becomes part of the solution and does not keep radiating the problem. Right.
0: Right. You know, what you feed and water is what will grow. Right. And, you know, if you're going to keep feeding the ground, anger and the the unforgiveness, the, you know, the judgment, um, you know, while you're busy pointing a finger at someone, there's three pointing back at you. Yes,
1: that's yeah. right. Mm hmm. And, right.
0: you know, it, it is if you're going to keep feeding that, that's what you're going to get. You know, people will knock social media. Oh, yeah, you, you know, I don't want to get all those people that da. da, da. And I said, but I don't get those people. Because that's not my algorithm. That's not my energy I put out. I don't respond to those people. So those people aren't going to keep coming back to me. I I don't know how many times I've gone on social media and asked for some personal love for something I've gone through. And just been overwhelmed by the love that I've got. The same when I've got something to celebrate. Yeah. out of love that's come back and if we do that for each other right now this is kind of the platform we've got if we can't do it physically in our community but we've all got to understand every single thing is energy and are you are you choosing to put out positive energy or negative because what you're getting back is a reflection of what you're putting out
1: absolutely and i just want to speak to that for one quick second because i do know people who Find that you know they're in this place, and they and they notice things that annoy them. You mentioned about the social media, and what I caution people is that, or not caution people, really. This is the universe is so loving. The thing that we notice most in life, that annoys us the most in life, is a gift, and that is the universe saying that I need to get your attention. Yeah, because you can only notice hearts. Our focus only goes to things that are already inside of us. It may be displaying slightly differently, Mm
0: -hmm. but that's your
1: cue. That's my cue, our cue, to look inside and say, where where is that energy inside of me? And how can I transmute that to something else?
0: What am I going to do
1: about it? Right. Right? And that's the universe loving you so much to say, I don't want to hit you over the head with this. I'm going to show it to you in other people, and other circumstances. Mm -hmm. Right. So now you can sit back and reflect in your quiet time and say, oh, Yes, I think I'll change that. Yeah, that's all. This world, this universe is—it it really is—in our best interest. It has our best, uh, our best um, outcome at, at at the surface of everything. It is for us, and the and the journey is meant to be enjoyed. But there will be lessons.
0: Oh yes, that's what life is about. The universe is pure divine love, wisdom, right? Um, but the universe is like an enormous encyclopedia, you know, the biggest computer there is in the universe, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's filled with knowledge, just ready for you to channel, But make sure you're feeding the right question. And so it's, you know, it's the same with manifestation, you can manifest, but that manifestation has to be very clear on why you're wanting it. And for what? Because be careful what you ask for. You'll get it, but it probably end up not being what you want because you weren't clear. And you can't put conditions on it. Well, I want this and condition is this and that. No, is paint your canvas extremely clearly as to what you want, who you want to be and why you want it. And the universe will always give you the tools, the skills and the energy in order to do it
1: absolutely it'll come from nowhere really once you are clear in that and when you realize and we talked you opened up with talking about whether it's the car the house the love of your life and then unpack and unpack that a little bit what does the car represent to me yes well how will i feel No, when i have that car great that's great now why will i feel that way what is it And that would open up more and more doors to who you are and what you need to discover about yourself. It's all beautiful, it's all wonderful, and it's all useful.
0: So, why? I mean, I literally just bought myself a car a couple of months ago and I hadn't had one for about three years because where I live, I can. You know walk or bus you know because i'm i'm living in this beautiful city and i didn't really need a car but when my daughter was about to have a baby and she lives an hour and a half away i thought i'm having a car now so i can you know <laughs> hop in the car and go see my little grandbaby and help her out but it's also that ah i forgot what this freedom was like and so i bought it with the intent to be there for my children and then it was oh what a gift it is to me for yes. now, knowing I can just get in that car and go wandering, go exploring, you know, go go meet somebody without having to worry about it—is it within bus distance? <laughs> right.
1: and, you got, and, and you and you came about that because yep. of your desire to be of service. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got you got you got more you got more than what you expected, right? And I got a great
0: little car. Right. You know, it didn't have to buy a new one. Didn't have to go. Out of my pocket, I ended up getting something within my means and a great little car. So I'm as happy as a hen boy.
1: <laughs> right, and this is what the universe has for it has all these trinkets. This journey is a beautiful journey. Yeah, if you will open up to letting go, yes. letting go, let let go of control for five minutes. Sit back and let go, and watch how you replenish and how you're rewarded. Be okay with not knowing.
0: It's okay also be okay with where you are I live with a wonderful 87 year old and it was temporary while I was looking for my own place and then I realized I needed to be here she has more energy than I have she's out feeding the birds every day she still drives she would still be working if she could right now but her work isn't available but the short term memory is gone and a lot of the people around her have died I mean she lost seven people last year and so it's i'm there to be her companion as she is mine so it's like okay i will have my own place one day it's not time i'm where i'm meant to be
1: yes and when you let go right then you yeah. saw you saw your you saw your purpose unfold yes
0: exactly right? and i'll be here for as long as i need to be and when you know the doors open up for me to have something else that's will be but that's the thing Is like um well you know don't you want your own place you know uh, people look down on you No. I'm fine with where I am, with who I am, doing what I'm doing. Your judgment can be taken somewhere else. Thank you. It doesn't belong here.
1: Yeah, and we need to spend just a moment because you hit on something tremendous which drives people. People will look down on you. And I want to say this with all love and respect and harmony. What someone else thinks about you is none of your business. (laughs) That ha- That is their internal wiring. <laughs> and that is that their thoughts about you are really their story. It's something in there yes. for them, in their journey. Yeah. We cannot spend our life trying to rewrite someone else's no. story about us. Right, right. But that's their story about us. Don't they have a right to write the story any way that they want mm-hmm. to, the way they need it to be so that they can go to their next level of greatness the story that matters about us is the story that we write about us. Exactly.
0: So, Be in charge of your own pen. Yeah.
1: Your yeah, own story. That story needs to include that I'm okay. Yeah. With whatever you feel about me. Because right. that's your story. So it's really none of my business.
0: <laughs> well, it goes back to that show I did on, on belonging. You know, I've bent myself in a pretzel trying to be what other people wanted me to be and I ended up with a sore back because it's hard to spend into a pretzel all the time you know and yes. it's like you know instead I just went papa yeah I am what I am and you love me or, or leave me I don't care anymore you know I'm not going to compromise me you see
1: because me, I love me. Or you
0: you're right you either see me or you don't see me I'm not offended if you don't like me Right? I don't have to win the popularity contest.
1: (laughs) I always tell myself, I'm in a love affair with myself. And so, I, you know, I I only can worry about the opinion of this wonderful person that I'm in love with when it comes to me.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Because the more love you have within you, about you, and for you, is the more love you have to exude out to others. You become the light in your own darkness. You become the love that in your own life and that beautiful exuberance of you will then shine out to everyone else. So you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's how you get to wherever you want to be. You allow, you allow other people to have their experience and you allow yourself to have your experience without shame, guilt, or condemnation sometimes without explanation, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no explanation yes. right? no explanation needed, no explanation needed, you know, tell us about the dream bold network, well
1: oh, the dream bold network is, uh, I happen to be Kate, and I always say her name wrong, Urunda, she's gonna just choke me, I know I said it wrong, but that is her network, Dream Bold. And I was fortunate enough to be part of her documentary on leaders and new thought leaders. And it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful organization about embracing your boldness, embracing your true self, living your life, what were we are just talking about. Yes. Here regardless of what, what the mainstream says or doesn't do standing in your truth right mm. and the truth and the truth is you matter yeah the truth is you are whole in this moment that's the truth so the dream that dream bold is Kate Uranda's um golden child or <laughs> yeah but it's passion a beautiful, conviction yes yeah, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful beautiful organization they're doing amazing work now you have a podcast of your own I do my podcast is called everyday peace and I have to tell you, we, we did this wonderful interview. and I have not told you what my definition of peace is, which drives everything that I do. It's not my definition. It's something I read many years ago, but it resonated with me. And I think I was only like maybe in my 20s at the time. But you know, peace is wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And so I've built this whole philosophy of everyday peace. And I have a weekly podcast that comes on every Monday. Um, where we bring on guests and we talk about whatever they're doing and how they how they've arrived at their wholeness, mm. at their completeness, right? And the, and the interesting thing about everyone's journey is that it, it always involves the same thing. I was in, I was, I was happened to be in a most unfortunate situation at some point in my life. I came out of that unfortunate situation. I lived my life. I went into another unfortunate situation. I came out of that unfortunate situation. And every time I came out and went in and came out and went in. It was less impactful on the journey, really. Yeah. I took out what I needed to learn and I kept moving.
0: The wholeness. You know, the people home. go, What is wholeness? Well, wholeness is when you're at but home with self and everything you are and everything that you're doing.
1: You're at home with self. It's so true. That is with whole at home with self. Well, no matter what's going on in the external world, whether it seems to be very pleasant or very unpleasant you're at home with yourself. Doesn't mean you won't work to make things better and more comfortable, of course you will. But you do it from a place of wholeness. It's part of- I
0: know you're an author as well. So how do people find your books?
1: My book, Freedom Is Your Birthright, is available on my website, which is drdravonjames.com or at amazon.com and it's a tiny little book you can read it in about a, a day it's tiny on purpose I have a passion for tiny books <laughs> and because I really want the reader to utilize the book as a reference to be able to go back read it from cover to cover get all of it can, and then go back when you hit sticky points in your life say oh I remember I read that here there's really freedom is your birthright it's about understanding that you you and I get to give our lives all the meaning that it has.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, we do. And what services are you offering people love and how do they get hold of you to be a part of them?
1: Well, right now I'm giving away something absolutely free if I may, it is the passions course is absolutely free about understanding and developing and discovering your superpower, your passion. And you can get that two ways by visiting my brand new website. We've, re, we've revamped the entire website. And again, that's Dr. Dr. Dravon, and my name is D-R-A-V for victory, O-N, james.com. You can go on there and, and access the free uh, passions course, or you can just email me at dravonjames at gmail.com and put free in the, in the subject line, and you'll automatically receive the free course. It's a seven-day course.
0: I mean, we have no excuse. It's free.
1: I hear people all the time say, I, I don't know. I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what my purpose is. And it just takes a little a little introspection and we, yes. we do it yeah. in a fun way. Yeah, you help
0: Yeah. You know, it's, sometimes it's it's other people's perspectives that helps us see our own. You know, we need to see things from, you know, that there's that wonderful um, image on Facebook where somebody's looking at these logs. I only see three, but I see four. Well, from that angle, there are only three. From the other angle, there is four. None of them are wrong. It's just the way they receive it, receive the information or perceive it. And so our passion isn't somebody's external look on us. It's how do you trigger the internal? We all have it there. And very often we have it right in childhood, but it's being dictated to go a different path rather than the path of our passion. But you can ignite that passion again. It's just waiting to be lit up.
1: It's waiting. It's waiting for you, and it will. That box will stay wrapped. That beautiful wrapping mm-hmm. will stay on it until you unwrap it. Because really, you're the only one who has the power to do it.
0: Right, and then once you let it out of that box, oh, it's exciting! Put your roller skates on. You're about to yes. go somewhere with it.
1: You have that childlike energy again. You yes. fall in love with life. Yes. yes. Everything is. Everything is a wonder and an amazement. Right. I
0: started these podcasts nine years ago and I did the first 13 months with another network live and it was a, you know, a, a real good training ground. But during that time is it was my discovery of, Oh, I really love this. This is where I really meant to be. Now it's nine years later, eight years almost of my own network. And, uh, you know, I've had Linus Wood Millens whom you, uh, shared also with, and you know, very well, she was a host with us for some time, but it just, you have this on your own podcast. The people you get to meet that just light your fire, you just love who they are, what they're doing, why they're doing it, and that conviction and that passion. And uh, it's just like for all the problems there are in the world, there are so many people with solutions. Yes, it's.
1: Uh, <laughs> I say it sometimes I can't imagine, or I would have never imagined that I get to spend time with such amazing mm. people who, who who come and just teach you. Yes. Just teach you. It's just pour out their heart and their brains and their love all over you. The best therapy I've ever had. Me, <laughs> me too, I the same The best therapy <laughs> ever had. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I invite people to come and listen to your podcasts as well because um, people need to do that. Where did they find it? Is it iTunes or wherever? Yeah, so, it
1: so you can find my podcast on Apple, uh, Google, Stitcher, and on um, unityonlineradio.org
0: wonderful so go back and listen folks because just as she shared her wonderful knowledge and wisdom and heart and soul with us today there's so many nuggets we've had here today uh please share the show this is what it's about like there are book clubs there should be podcast clubs where you listen to it again and then you know together and then you have a conversation afterwards of which part really hit you what did what did it speak to you about and be there for each other in that wonderful discovery um but we don't do this just to go into an archive, we do this to to light your own fire, to give you some information that you've been seeking, uh, to share out that wonderful inspiration that begets invitation. So, don't forget to share all these wonderful podcasts that we both do. I thank you so much for being with us today, love.
1: It's my pleasure, and thank you for the beautiful work you're doing.
0: Oh, right back at you, <laughs> right back at you. This is. Uh, it's a wonderful job to have <laughs> really yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I ain't complaining loves at all And you know when we look at the news and we look at all the you know I'm going to say it slime balls out there and you know you kind of think what is you know I, I had reached a point where I looked at humanity and went, do I want to be here anymore and then I started doing these shows, and I started listening to these stories, and all the people that have changed that direction and and, and doing such wonderful things. And I think of all the blossomeness that is out there in humanity, and that if we feed that, and we nurture that, and we become that, there aren't going to be problems in the world, because we are the one that causes the problems, but we're also the ones with all the solutions.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love it. I we are the ones with the solutions.
0: We are. We are. It's just a question of listening, apply, and come together.
1: Yes, yes. That's a listening, listening. We have to learn to listen.
0: Yes, outwardly, inwardly. But it's not just listening and just letting it sit there. It's also apply the knowledge. Apply, please participate in your own life, right? Take action.
1: Yeah, they used to say knowledge is power. I said the application of knowledge. Yes. Yes. The application of knowledge is power, yes. because otherwise it's just sitting there on the shelf getting, yeah. acquiring dust. Yeah,
0: exactly. And when you apply it, you're giving yourself permission to open up to your own possibilities, creating wonderful opportunities and solutions for other people. So you're not just doing it for you. You're doing it for all the people that you will be in contact with. Mm-hmm.
1: You're absolutely right. You're abs- and that is the whole point of getting from where you are to where you want to be. Because yes. it's of service to somebody else.
0: Yeah. And that service is such a gift, isn't it? Oh, it is an honor to serve.
1: Yes, it it is. is an honor to serve. Yeah. So and we owe it to we owe it to everyone we know to never give up on our dreams, to never, never give up on, on the study of self. Mm-hmm right Right to the
0: very end
1: right to the very because we evolve you're right to the very end we are evolving there is something new to learn about you
0: the moment you stop your own self-discovery the moment you stop looking at the wonderment of life you've already died right? So you do not want to exit early. There's so much life to live. The oldest person I've interviewed is 88. She has her own TV show and she's got so much chutzpah. And it's what an example of life. It's not over until you've decided it's over. So don't give oh, up too soon.
1: Absolutely. It's not over. It's, right. it's, not, it's not over. If you listen to this podcast, you're still in the game of life. Yes, exactly.
0: Now live it.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yes.
0: Thanks so much. I really enjoyed this very, very much. So thank you for sharing. Pleasure. Until next time, folks, remember your choice of positive living is up to you. But there are always answers if you're just willing to investigate. Go listen to D'Van's podcast. Look at uh, her books. Look at what she's got to offer because she's here to serve you. And in serving you, you're going to in turn serve others. And that's the way the energy is meant to go. So until next time, bye for now.